Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And hopefully we're broadcasting where we should be. As always, when I start one of these, I would ask chat to confirm uh, that you are seeing what I am told is a live broadcast. Uh, I'm also picking up some sound from one of the many tabs I have open here. So we'll try to kill that. But welcome. This is an impromptu uh, he uh, hangouts and headlines. I was planning on potentially doing Mondays and Thursdays. You can let me know in the description or in the comments what you think about that particular schedule. Uh, Mondays and Thursdays feels like something that I can work in. A couple of notes here at the top of this one. This is not going to be an eight and a half hour stream. This is not going to be a 10 hour stream. I know some of you take that as a challenge and I'm very, very grateful for those of you that do. I really, really am. Uh, but we are right smack in the middle of a very busy workday. Uh, and more importantly, in terms of LawTube operating congruously and harmoniously, I know that our good friend Alita at Legal Bites Media has a very big video at 1.30 p.m., which I was actually trying to get Google to redirect to when I end this video. We'll see if any of that works. I don't think I was able to get the wires quite properly crossed. Maybe Alita will pop in and tell me how to get that done. Uh, so that it does transfer over directly to her channel when her show starts. But the reason I'm doing this video, and yes, I see chat saying, well, and it's 12 hours. Uh -huh. <laughs> very, very funny. Very funny. Now, we're going to try to fit these in to more normal timeframes. And I can't promise any guests whatsoever. Definitely more headlines than hangouts on this. I gave them about 10 minutes advance notice. Uh, so I, I saw this article, this fit into my day, uh, and I really wanted to talk about it because if you've watched Hangouts and Headlines on Saturday or on Monday, you know that we're seeing an advancement of articles, think pieces, cultural ephemera that are discussing not just the specifics of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, not just notions of defamation or rules of evidence or how these actual arguments are being made or not made in respect of certain attorneys that I'm sure you can name in your heads, but also how the media is treating the phenomenon of, well, quite frankly, if I could toot my own horn, I think law tube. Um, and, and they're framing their arguments against this kind of streaming and coverage of a trial of this nature against the easiest people to aim them against, your TikTokers that maybe aren't taking things seriously, that are mocking things that might otherwise be very, very serious. Uh, or I think it was Kotaku and Washington Post, ironically enough, that really focused their attention and their criticism, concern, and critique on Twitch, uh, which of course is ironically owned by the same person that owns the Washington Post itself. Uh, but suffice it to say, there is some very real consternation in some quarters about what we're doing here in LawTube. And before we get into the article, first and foremost, I want to say thank you, because the consternation is coming because people like you are following channels like this, following channels like Alita's at Legal Bites, following other LawTubers and choosing to get your information about things, all kinds of things. But right now, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial from places like this one. And I can't thank you enough for that. Um, this is uh, important to me, this kind of stuff that we're doing here, this kind of stuff that we're doing with LawTube in general, stuff I'm doing in virtual legality proper about business and law uh, type things. And it wouldn't make a hill of beans a difference if there weren't people that were saying, hey, that's a good idea. Uh, and so I'm, I'm very, very proud of that. I, I jokingly say, I think on a number of streams, I have to stop talking about these things or else I'm gonna get emotional. It's true. I'm very, very proud of that. Thank you for coming here but there are folks that don't agree with your decisions. 
And those folks very often find themselves operating in the United Kingdom. So we got a Guardian article here, and I brought it up because it prominently features in a somewhat mocking tone a law tuber, a very recent one, one that I would bet you're familiar with. And that is, of course, Rob, our woodworking lawyer, breaking beds and breaking hearts all over the internet. And this particular article takes a slant against what he did in his viral video, which, of course, is his first. Before we get started, I do want to answer. We have a super chat. Thank you so much. And that super chat says, hey, Hogue, I think streamers are likely why JD will win has won the court of public opinion. The leaked audios and commentary on faked evidence have gone a long way to clear his name with the public. Yeah, I mean, I think so, right? If we think about the trial, if we think about the situation that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard find themselves in, you can easily see how just going through the filters of some of the media headlines and some of the coverage that we've talked about in this space could be construed in a negative light, right? If you're just reporting on what Amber Heard is saying and not taking into account various other aspects of the trial, as I've said, it sounds heinous. You don't want to just go, hey, I think that person is lying. And if it's just reported on paper through quotation marks, it would be easy to see how people could come to a different understanding. Now, I personally think she's largely exaggerative. I think that might fall on the line, if not across the line of actually lying. And that's through the lens of actually seeing the thing in process. That's what streaming does for us. It opens up, it democratizes this whole situation. And I can think of no system that needs more transparency or democratization than the justice system. We're here talking about a defamation trial, which at the end of the day is only about Hollywood celebrities fighting over $150 million, which you know is a fair amount of cash. Uh, but it's not the end of the world in the same way that we also look at trial courts. And that's about government putting people in cages. That's about looking at what penalties we should impose on people acting in society. And that's why almost every good justice system in the world asks for transparency. Now, yeah, transparency a couple hundred years ago meant keeping the doors open and allowing people to watch it. Now it doesn't have to mean that. And yeah, if I feel like I'm proselytizing or giving a political speech of some kind, it's because I really, really believe in this stuff. So thank you so much for the super chat. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, and we've got a couple more here. I think, we, I think we'll just hit this before we get into the headlines. Sorry. Let's do this. Do this. Uh, Streaming Addict, did you hear of the campaign some Amber Heard fans running against YouTubers like Emily Umbrella Guy, etc., for making fake police claims to get their channel closed? That some people are doing that? Um, I can't. I haven't heard that. If it is true, I can't speak more strongly about how you should not make false police claims of any kind, but you should not be trying to get, you know, SWAT actions. You shouldn't be trying to do these various things because you put the action in the hands of a third party. Uh, and however you might feel about the police, uh, that leaves your ability to control. And outside of that, you can get in significant legal trouble. So no, I haven't heard about that. To me, all of those actions on either side, whether you're attacking Emily or LawTube or Umbrella Guy, or you're trying to hit the reviews of Dr. Hughes on WebMD and her Google page, all of that is wrong. All of that is extracurricular. And for whatever side you believe you're advocating when you do that kind of thing, you make your side look god awful. You hurt your cause in every instance. So all I can say there is don't do that. Don't, don't do that because you're hurting yourself more than you are helping yourself. Absolutely. Thank you for the super chat. Jamie Arnold, enjoying your coverage with all these headlines of the Depp Heard trial. Good to be able to have your views and insights. Sorry, the UK news is one-sided. Oh, isn't it? The entire United Kingdom 
appears to be one-sided. And I think that that is unfair to the people of that great country from which the United States sprang. And yet, here are the headlines we have. Sorry, Ian, I'm on, uh, I'm on quite the full uh, volume discourse here. Welcome to the channel. Are you muted? Ian's going to work on his microphone and come right back in, or it's StreamYard, or we'll never hear from Ian, and he'll just make vocal uh, statements. He'll get a Wiley Coyote uh, handboard uh, like Rob uses. I got nothing, Ian. I'm sorry. Um, so let me just make sure I got this covered. Ian's going to come back. Ian's going to come back. And then we're going to get to this headline. You guys never let me get straight to the headlines. You're fantastic. But I, I want to get to the headline. Uh Lumnia, mainstream media are jealous of LawTube. I don't like to leap to those conclusions. We're reading people's minds, but also, yeah, I think they are. And Streaming Addict, check out Umbrella Guy. He just posted about it. I might. I might. If it's not going into depth of the depth trial, uh, I will look at it because that's the wrong, that's the wrong thing for anybody to do. And we'll try to bring Ian back in. Uh, in just a second. Thank you so much for all the super chats. You guys are just tremendously supportive of the channel. Uh, and you can tell I'm fired up about this stuff because I feel I feel very strongly about it. You know, some folks have come into virtual legality and I'm just trying to see if Ian pops back in here with some volume. Uh, Ian, can you, talk can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Fantastic. I feel bad about that. I always feel like it's my fault. <laughs> No, I, I have no idea what that's about. So I, uh, you know what? StreamYard on Monday just died, sent it to a broken. Oh, you were here with me. Sent it to a broken <laughs> link. We had to reform the whole thing on the fly. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Are you ready to talk about this, Ian? I think so. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, it seems like the coverage from the UK has been really much more slanted towards Amber Heard than anything else, like anywhere else. Yeah, and I wonder I, if that isn't defensiveness over their justice system because it might be a little bit, right? I, and it might be the fact that, of course, that the justice system in question here was was uh, looking at a lawsuit against the way they operate and the way they do business. Now, I don't know why they'd circle the wagon so much for the sun necessarily, <laughs> uh, but here we are. And and I, I, if you didn't hear my intro, I called this out specifically. I did this impromptu episode, which I think I think everybody's going to let me get done in you know like less than an hour. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, because I wanted to talk about this. The so, other thing that is yeah. like when you look at the UK decision, it's so bad. Uh, it just in terms of relying on things that we now know not to be true. Mm. Like they put a lot of weight on the she donated all the money, so she's got no financial incentive. And we now know that she didn't donate all the money, so she's got every financial incentive. You know what's most remarkable about that to me is like if that's a judicial process, how did you make the determination that she did? Did you guys bother to look at all uh, yeah. in the UK? Right. I mean, like if that didn't happen, it didn't happen. H how could that have been entered in as proved? Because presumably Amber Heard said she did. H how did that occur? <laughs> I wonder if they just didn't check, you know, if nobody like did nobody check that she was doing this. Right. And I might blame Depp's team on that for the for the UK case. I mean, in all honesty, uh, but like, yes, I, I'm giving great weight to the fact that she donated and she didn't like like there are there are very few parts of this case where we can say we know X. We know yeah. that those two institutions do not have seven million dollars in the aggregate. We know that. Um, and uh, apparently the UK just didn't look very for, for, further into it. But I want to talk about this because this is meta. 
This <laughs> is the media talking about LawTube, or more, well, it is LawTube, but also just streamers in general. Um, and and I think I, I think this this super chat actually puts it in perspective. I'm from the UK, says Big Surprise, and it's embarrassing seeing all this one sided. Lots of articles are editing pics. The mirror quote stated it said "bye" instead of "babe." It, babe, it did. It did. It used the wrong quote for what was written in what we think is lipstick, at least according to the testimony of Ben King. And who can believe this stuff? Who can believe this stuff? But fortunately, we do have LawTube. We do have streaming. I'm going to stop on the super chats. I promise. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, if you let me. I I've got a comment on that just because it's parallel yeah. to what's happening here in Canada. Right okay. now in Canada, there's yeah, actually uh, there's a bill and what it's supposedly designed to do. And this is really complicated and I'll try to make it simple. Okay. But what they're trying to do is they're saying that they're going to promote Canadian content. And what they say they're going to do is force uh, YouTube to push up Canadian content in their algorithm within Canada such that uh, some videos get pushed up and some don't. Now, the problem is, is that for somebody like myself, uh, there's two issues. One, I actually don't want them messing with YouTube's algorithm in my favor because it'll actually wreck me. Um, suddenly, a whole bunch of people who don't want to see my content, it's just not their thing, are going to be shown my thumbnails because YouTube has been told that they have to. And so what YouTube is going to see is suddenly my click-through rate going way down. And they're going to go, hey, this Runkle guy looks like he's really sucking. As opposed <laughs> to, you know. Well, are you a bot or you're faking it? It's all clickbait or what? Yeah, whatever. Whatever YouTube yeah. thinks about it. Yeah. I mean, it's going to mess with their algorithm in ways that make it look like my channel is awful. Yep. And so that's a downside. But the other thing is that the process for getting declared Canadian content is the issue. Because it takes, uh, first of all, it takes weeks. It has this assumption that you will file this for like an entire season of a TV show. But I don't do seasons. I do like, you know, often my turnaround time for a video is overnight. Like I do the video and then post it up. Um, so if I have to wait two weeks for every video to get it declared Canadian content, that video is probably stale and done. Um and it you need you're going to need a legal team and an accounting team because you have to be able to go through all of your expenses in order to see what's happening. Now, behind the scenes, this is being really pushed by some of the more major media companies. And that's because they're really getting worried about what's happening. They're putting out these TV shows and these news programs, and they're finding that they're not getting the same uh, view time that they thought uh, because their lunch is getting eaten by independent commenters who are often doing a better job. Um, there is people putting out content on YouTube that is way more entertaining than anything I can find on TV. Maybe not big budget, you know, uh, actor productions, but like I can watch a guy build a railgun on here. I can watch, you know, uh, Mr. Rober go and do an entire investigation into a crime network and prank the hell out of them. I can't see that stuff on, you know, major TV, but I also can't see stuff like, hey, what's actually happening in the Rittenhouse trial? What's actually happening in the Depp and Heard trial uh, from people who will show their work in doing it? Yes, um, that's the know, key, right? Explaining. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't expect everyone to agree with me, but they can at least watch through the streams I've been on and say, okay, Runkle makes a good point here in context, or I see the reason <laughs> oh, that why. Runkle. Yeah, or they, they can say, listen, I see what he's saying here. I don't agree one bit, but I have to show my work in a way that the news media never does. They just say, we are the big established media, trust us. And the more we see stuff like this from independent you know commenters we're seeing that the trust maybe wasn't so founded in a lot of places um they don't have experts looking at the criminal law or the civil law stuff it's just somebody went to journalism school and is trying their best to understand it and getting it wrong and a lot of them i to, to be fair because i'm often very critical of these a lot of them i can't be happier about this guest for this particular bit of coverage a lot of them <laughs> are doing their best, right? I cover a lot of video game stuff and I try to help people with headlines. And a number of them, thankfully, this isn't, this isn't about me tooting my own horn, although it's gonna sound like it, have, have now asked me for, hey, is, am I reading this document right? Am I doing this thing right? And I'm happy to, behind the scenes, not get quoted, just say, no, it's actually doing this. This is what a motion to dismiss is doing. Don't say that anything has been proved. This, we're talking about pleadings, that kind of thing. Um, and so I do want people to know I am not, you won't find this here in virtual gallery. I'm not every mainstream media person is the devil and they're yeah. trying to keep us all down. This one is going to be an exception because this person's trying to keep us down. Uh, but, uh, outside of that, there are a lot of people trying to do good works. And with that said, the man of the hour getting articles from coast to coast and beyond. We've seen him in India. We've seen him in the United Kingdom. It's Rob bed breaking lumberman how you doing man doing okay i have look i have a hearing in a, in a little over an hour yeah so i'm trying to keep this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna step on alita's i know she's got a big stream so we're hell or high water we are we are getting through this on a reasonable time frame rob but we're definitely getting through this article about you uh, i only brought no, up one no, it's we like, have it's one about, headline about, prepared we're gonna yeah. get through it let's take a look Opinion from The Guardian, Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp has turned into trial by TikTok and we're all the worse for it, especially Rob. Rob, Rob, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible right now. I'm really not at all. Yeah. Are, are you feeling ahead. guilt, Rob? Are you feeling guilt? Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. I stand by I stand by what I analyzed. <laughs> Screaming fans have spread deranged rumors. It's unclear whether that's intended to attach to Rob or not, but wonderful sub-headline already, and mocked accusations of abuse that should be taken seriously. Let's stop here. We in LawTube, every single one of us, take every accusation of abuse seriously. We take every accusation seriously. Then can those be evaluated through the judicial process? You bet your butt they can. And that's what we do. That's what we talk about. It's what we talk about with respect to the evidence and the testimony and everything else. So we are we are keeping as open mind possible on all this stuff. But quite frankly, there's a lot to question uh, there. And so this the premise of this article, and you can feel free to disagree with me, Ian or Rob, seems to be starting from the point that uh, if you aren't believing Amber Heard right this second, then you are somehow devaluing the entirety of the process or her testimony or, or something along those lines. I mean, the premise of the article is even worse than that. It's basically, if you're not mainstream media and you're commenting on what you're seeing in the trial, then you're abusing somebody. Yeah. And 
it's basically get out of our sandbox, uh, you peasants. <laughs> uh, wow, yeah, I, go Runkle. I oh, mean, the issue we're is we're firing here today, Rob. We're not making fun of abuse victims, we're making fun of somebody who appears to be exploiting abuse victims for their own gain. And from what it appears, from my assessment of things, that makes her a predator, that makes her a, a terrible person. If that's true, absolutely. Yeah. And somebody who deserves nothing but derision going forward for the rest of their days. Um, you know, it's if if what appears to be going on is what's going on. And again, you know, we could be wrong, but uh, she is a terrible person because of how she's willing to exploit the stories of other people who've actually been through things and devalue those stories for her own benefit. You know, don't don't preach to me about, you know, how she's so, you know, wonderful or whatever. And it's terrible. No, she is doing everything they accuse us of doing in a far worse fashion. Uh, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And you can see their premise to start out with here, which, which is actually pretty interesting to some of the some of the super chats I got over the weekend and on Monday, which were suggesting that uh, some of the things we saw on social media could be part of a, of a PR campaign. Right. So this starts out oh. by saying um, you can say that the actor took a bump of cocaine. We know this. We know the. The, the nose video, I think I got it 6,000 times in my DMs. Love y'all. Love y'all. Uh, and uh, the talented Mr. Ripley accusation, which I think it was Nate that I remember first going and saying, well, those don't line up. They just kind of sound similar in scope. And they do. And they don't line up. And this opening paragraph says, on social media, you could say both of these baseless, untrue things and many others besides. So, yes, I, I, I said in my super chats on these videos and more that I'm team booger. I think it's basically cleaning out the nose to some extent yeah. while she does these things on the stand. Reasonable minds can differ there, uh, but it's a tough thing to prove. Talented Mr. Ripley lines don't appear to line up. And yeah, people go out and say things. I tell you what, mainstream media, The Guardian, they would have been saying those on some subreddit or 4chan or other forum uh, without us. <laughs> All right. The, the, the streams make it more possible, I suppose, because you can check the testimony and what's actually happening on the stand. But that can't in and of itself be a wrong. Uh, and so the starting point of this article is look at these bad things that have been proven to be wrong. I don't know that the nose thing can ever be proven one way or the other, but they've been shown to be wrong. And now I'm going to associate those wrongheaded things, which the Internet is known for. And I'm going to take it further until our boy Rob appears. In the past week, both of these unfounded claims have been spreading faster than wildfire. Uh, and then some history of the herd depth confrontation. The internet has consequently turned feral. I don't think that's wrong. I turned might be wrong. I think the internet is always just, feral. Yeah, yeah it was born saying, feral like, and it's gonna die feral. That's <laughs> yeah, good good observation. Um, breaking breaking news from the Guardian, the internet turned feral. Good, good scoop, guys. Way to go. Uh, the next sentence should be, uh, you can't always believe what you read on the internet. Is this an op-ed or is this a... This is an opinion. It's yes. Yeah, this, is an op this is slated as an opinion. This so is we, have to give, we have to give this deference. Is this is Herd's PR team. You think so? I think it's so. It's gotta be. It's gotta it's be. It's Herd's PR team fighting back over, you know, the fact that there's Rob pointing out that her, you know, lumber story is crap. Um, you know, we've all been doing videos just saying, like, look at all the problems here. And those have been getting linked around. Um, you know, Emily's work I've seen being linked on a whole bunch of places with people saying, 
this is why I don't buy her crap. And the PR team's got to fight back somehow. And it's by attacking, you know, legitimacy. You can see I'm highlighting on the fly here. That's how hot this came in for me because I wanted is, to make sure be I interesting because when this one's done, um, we're going to do a little analysis of what defamation by implication is because <laughs> uh, this whole flagrant defamation thing, saying certain things are unfounded. Mm. Yes, I, I find it ironic in particular. So the next line here, for those that are just listening or otherwise have me on in the background, it is ironic that a defamation trial could prompt so much flagrant defamation. So a couple of pointers here, Guardian. You probably don't want to accuse other people of committing defamation. Since you're in the business of journalistic output, defamation, not a great series of laws for you. The, the UK obviously has different rules, so they can say various things. But one of the things that's usually pretty clear about defamation across most jurisdictional lines is there needs to be a certain amount of falsity and an intentionality of some kind at some level in producing that falsity. So as Rob was just saying, being unfounded, well, let's take the obvious one, right? The talented Mr. Ripley stuff is wrong. It's false. But in terms of- said that. No, we've said that. We never claimed that one. We said people were saying on Twitter, et cetera. But when we look at this, uh, you know, show me exactly how that is injuring the party. Show me exactly how that's a defamatory statement. What damages have accrued as a result of somebody saying it was exactly talented Mr. Ripley instead of it was substantially like talented Mr. Ripley? We'll, we'll have a conversation. And the reason I think it's so interesting is because it is a freaking journalistic outlet that is going out with this as their thesis statement, right? Or, or for people to speculate because that's all it is or for people to speculate whether she takes a bump of something on the stand yeah and yeah. honestly to be to be serious i don't think a single member of law tube has come out and said that with conclusive authority that's what she did no we've all kind of said no there's no way that would happen in a courtroom but it's funny it's yeah funny. No, and it, we joke it about it a little bit right i mean it's a weird clip it is a weird clip um, and I have to be honest with you, right? Like if we're streaming long hours and we, uh, I'm going to be on, you know, 20 hours of streaming here in the last four days. I love you guys. You guys are great. Um, you get clips of me looking like all sorts of things. Somebody pulled out a, you know, a screenshot of me. I don't even know what I was reacting to. I looked like a, a weird alien amalgam from Star Wars. That you can do when you have this much footage. It's <laughs> still funny. I, and, and so that's a part of this. You see here what I highlighted next where they're talking about streaming as effectively bad in and of itself, not our streaming, but the courtroom streaming. Endless clips of the trial have been hashed and rehashed on social media platforms for a braying audience because of why? Constantly rolling cameras in the preceding sentence. So I, you know, your opinion is all over the place already. You talk about the internet being feral. You talk about people saying wrong things. And now you appear to be imputing uh, negative ramifications for public trials. What they want, they want to be the sole source of things. They want it so that if you can't afford to sit a reporter in that room, you can't, you know, speak intelligently about it. They might, right? I mean, and that makes sense. When we look for, when we look for incentives, when we look for directions that people could come from on these articles, that one makes, that one makes complete sense. That, but I, right now, I think it's almost, it almost feels like just kind of defensiveness for the sake of defensiveness. Like, I don't even know if it's that fully coate in their heads uh, as to as to what they're doing here when they write opinions like this. Uh, one recent TikTok trend involved people making aroused facial expressions over an audio clip of her testifying about her assault. That's bad. But it again, aroused you... facial expressions. It's just people mocking her 
exaggerated facial expression. And that, that could be as well, because right in order to even say this, I, you know, I don't have, I don't have context. I don't know what that means to you. Uh, so you might well be right, Ian. Uh, but even if that was the case, that would be bad, of course. But you have this kind of guilt by association. Um, and, it, and it can't be the case. It can't be that Rob and LawTube and others that are trying to do good things and put out good content that's hopefully educational, informational, and entertaining, as I like to say in virtual legality, can just say, well, if the worst possible person on the internet is doing something that would be em emblematic of what the worst possible person on the internet is doing, none of you should be doing it. That standard can't meet any behavior anywhere ever, right? Because someone yeah. in your political block, someone in your demographic, someone doing what you're doing in your service industry or your profession is doing it poorly, is probably doing it illegally, is probably doing it unethically. You cannot just have guilt by association be the thesis statement for your opinion piece. I feel very strongly about this. I don't have said that a number of times, but it's obviously true. <laughs> well, and Kurt, so Kurt made, the, Kurt made the point earlier, I think he was on Nate's stream when he did it, <clears throat> that you know, for the Guardian to take the position that that the courtroom shouldn't be full of rolling cameras or we shouldn't be seeing this as public or offering commentary on it as a public is absolutely ridiculous. Imagine if there were no cameras in this courtroom and we had to read a transcript of what was happening. Do you think anyone would reach the same conclusion that has been reached largely, like as far as how the court how the court is playing out? No. No. Those well, cameras need to be there. That's how trials work. You have to see what is happening. And I, the fact is in this country, you are tried by a jury of your peers. And that's a really important thing. A jury of your peers includes people like us who are on YouTube or on TikTok. Well, and the other things, I don't have to imagine this. This is how Canada works. You don't, we don't televise our trials here. And there have been several high profile trials where what happened in court is completely different than what's happened in uh, the media. And people are still upset about it. And they were so upset that we actually had legislative responses. Uh, there was a trial of a guy named Gerald Stanley who shot somebody uh, who was shot and killed somebody who was on his property. Um, and there's a big thing about what uh, what went down in that particular scenario. But a lot of the media coverage doesn't tell you what happened because they were spinning a narrative. And that narrative was basically that this guy was lost and that he wandered onto somebody's property and this farmer just for no reason came up and shot him, which isn't actually what the argument was. The argument, uh, I mean, if you actually look at the transcripts, the guy who was shot and killed had a rifle in his lap at the time. And it's really hard to find that detail in the press. And I'm going, isn't that a bit of a big deal? If, if the guy actually was... And he wasn't just driving around looking for a place, you know, because they had a flat tire. They were breaking into places armed with a rifle. That's a very different scenario when you start looking at it. And it's a complicated trial. I can't get into all the details. But we had another one uh, where a very uh, sort of famous uh, figure within Canada. I don't know that he got much airplay outside of Canada. But uh, he was accused of some really bad SV claims. And every single, like all of the complainants in the trial on that one were found to have been uh, less than honest. And in some cases, emphatically less than honest. And that they were, uh, you know, matching their testimony to each other outside of court. And they were lying about that within, you know, in court. But everybody thinks this is some massive injustice that he was acquitted. And I go, 
if he's convicted when you've got people who are clearly telling falsehoods to the court, isn't that the bigger injustice? But nobody seems to like, it's because all of this has happened in darkness and only presented by a media who has a, a very strong incentive to see people angry. Um, angry people click links, angry people follow stories and keep reading. Um, so they see more ads and that's a big problem. It, it's adversely affected the Canadian uh, court system because they've uh, they've now passed laws that make it harder to defend yourself in, you know, in cases where you've been accused of SV sorts of things. And this is all based on a guy who may well have been innocent factually because, you know, his accusers were not honest in court. So... Yeah. It's, I mean, that dark scenario is playing out very much here in Canada. And yeah. I don't love any of that, Ian. Sometimes you report from Canada and I say, wow, that it's, it's so much more different as both a justice and legal system from the United States than I ever anticipated. Living here as I have in Michigan, thinking of Canada as effectively a, a you know, a very similar uh, kind of culture. Uh, every, every story you bring always makes me say, wow, that's, uh, that's interesting stuff. I got to admit, it's been kind of depressing lately. I'm, uh, kind of I, I, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. I, you know, the last couple of years for for anybody fully invested in in uh, societal norms or, or democratic principles has a uh, has some fun stuff uh, to talk about. Certainly, um, continuing with the article, I took that time Ian during your during your answer to highlight a little bit here. Um, regardless of whether an individual believes Heard's testimony, they should believe that nothing good can come from minimizing and mocking descriptions of abuse. So I feel like I'm in a very good position to talk about this because you can go to Legal Bites, you can check the stream, and I am always doing my darndest to give anybody that's talking a serious approach to evaluating whether or not they are being truthful. I don't tend to be one that's overly joking uh, on that stream. And yet, and yet, if you get to a point where it is self-evident that descriptions are exaggerative, that they are fantastical, that they are fabulous, that uh, word choice is, is odd. I, I think that is still worthy of pointing out, worthy of looking at, and ultimately may or may not be minimizing or mocking. But it can't be that the mere accusation and concept requires full solemnity in all specific instances. People engage with this material differently. And some are going to be irreverent and some are going to be solemn. Uh, and you can hate that. A lot of this article winds up sounding effectively like um, appeal to authority. We talked about that. Defending the turf. We talked about that. But also this kind of 2022 just isn't respectful enough. Uh, and, and I do find that to be problematic because I've, I've, I consider myself a very respectable person. And yet there are still instances where humor can be found, where sometimes that humor can help educate and inform, hey, this is why that, what she just said, or what he just said, Johnny Depp said plenty of stuff uh, yeah. that we laughed about and joked about, that what he just said is worthy of this consideration. It contradicts this, et cetera, and that's funny. Uh, I just fully and entirely reject the notion that there are categories of things uh, that you can't discuss at a very real human level. I'll go a step further. Sometimes All right, hit me, I thought that was pretty far, go Ian. Sometimes <laughs> mockery is the highest form of freedom of expression. Sure. Just the ability to say, listen, 
that stuff you're saying it's freaking hilarious um mockery if you look at the history of it in terms of political speech has sometimes been the most effective thing and like if you look at the downfall of mccarthyism it starts coming about because people weren't just saying you know you got to stop mccarthy it's because he was becoming a joke um you got to be able to mock stuff in order to say listen we disapprove of this it is yeah, one uh, of the strongest condemnations we can have and here they're not condemning abuse they're condemning this you know this manipulative behavior That's if you think amber heard is lying and and if she is then amber heard is doing a massive disservice to every victim that's gone through anything like that, then if yeah. she's lying, that is worth the highest level of mockery. I mean, that's just the truth. Yeah. Um, what respect is owed to somebody who is, you know, apparently lying about these very serious issues? Very little. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, continuing on Etsy, fans can buy Justice for Johnny t-shirts and F Amber Heard mugs. On social media, you are either Team Depp or Team Heard. Very few people seem to be on the side of the justice system. Now, here, that sentence in particular is where oh. I found out that I am apparently not on social media. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but I've been on the side of the justice system throughout this. I listen to the cases. I'm continuing to listen to the testimony. And I'm finding Johnny Depp more compelling at this moment in time. That doesn't make me wrong. That means I'm paying attention. Uh, but I'm not Team Depp. I'm not Team Heard. I'm not Justice for Johnny. I'm not any of those things. People are out there, Guardian, and they're doing good work. And I think LawTube is a great example of it, which is why your examples coming up are going to annoy so, so much. <laughs> why wait to see what the judge and jury have to say when you can easily pick a side from the comfort of your own home? Now, with the exception of the fact that people don't necessarily have to watch everything, what does this author think the jury is going to do? Yeah, this this is the hottest take that you could possibly have. And Hit I really me, wish I had, I wish I had Emily's swear jar. I don't, I wish I had it. Rob, um, I, 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 you know, Emily has, I think $53, Emily has $53 in her jar. If you would like to use a dollar or two, um, folks, we're going to resist cover, because we know that ears. Emily needs that. We know right. that Emily needs as much as Emily she can have in the jar. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, way to go guardian. Why wait to see what a judge and jury have to say? because you haven't been publishing things that say Amber Heard has been abused be since well before a judge and jury ever heard this case, because people yeah. haven't already made conclusions back in 2016 that Johnny Depp was the abuser. Hot take, Guardian. Way to go. You guys are the most hypocritical a-holes I have ever seen. You are watching a trial play out in real time. What do you think the judge and jury makes their decision based on? The facts and testimony as they're hearing it. So, Guardian, go shut up. Yeah. And like I mean, and subscribe to Rob, like and subscribe to Ian. We're not going to hold back on this kind of stuff. We are reasonable people. Reasonable minds can differ, as we say. And it sounds to me like the whole panel differs pretty, pretty good with well, what we're reading in this article. Here, I will throw down with any of the Guardian's journalists because I have watched every single moment of this you know, trial. I have like every single moment when i've missed stuff traveling i've gone back and watched it later when i've been too busy working i've gone back and watched it later and not only that but i've had the benefit of many lawyers you know and their commentary and you know i'm also there occasionally being the peanut gallery but you know there's a bit a lot of intelligent commentary that i've been listening to on this i can guarantee you that not a single of these you know commentators here have had the time to do this 
they're going through and they're picking out what they think are the best bits. And here's the other dirty secret behind journalism is that because they're so busy and, you know, this is not, you know, this is just how the business works. They rely on people to feed them what is a good story, which means they rely on those PR companies that we're, you know, that Depp and Heard are hiring to say, you should do something about this and you should do something about that. I don't, you know, I'm not in touch with Depp's PR team or Heard's PR team, but I can guarantee you that they're getting emails at The Guardian. Um, and, you know, that's my guess. I can't say, like, I haven't gone through or anything, but that's what PR teams do is they send out, you know, messages to journalists. Um, you know, who out there has better insight than a whole room full of lawyers who are watching every second of this? So, yeah. Here you go, Rob, by we're the way. Doing, we're doing better work. Thanks, Lauren. Lauren B's got your back, Rob. So, you, you know, you, you get a freebie there. Uh, Y'all have to stop buying people swears on my channel. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I don't mind it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, Ian, I couldn't agree with you more. And 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 this stuff, it, it boggles the mind. Because, one, we, we know that this is essentially dinosaurs fighting against the asteroid. Uh, you know, this is a democratization on a massive level of experts, not just people on TikTok talking about things that they are expert in, hopefully talking about them rationally and reasonably. I'm sure there's lawyers doing whatever. We see a lot of those as pundits on the various networks. But this this is happening. And yes, I agree with certain aspects of the opinion. We can try to treat it with the uh, attention it deserves. Uh, but this is just this is just a lot of flailing about, including... This paragraph, which you can read on your screen right now, but you now know where The Guardian is heading and you know why I thought we absolutely 100% had to do a video on this article. For many, the case has become a source of comedy. Now understand, you can see on your screen, uh, Rob's going to come in here uh, and it's in the paragraph about comedy. Rob, I love you, man. I think you've got some great one-liners. I would not describe your woodworking video on this as comedic in nature, would you? Nope. Did you see me laughing or cracking jokes? I did not. Although I do nope. like it when you do. It, not in that video, I didn't. So they say on TikTok, cry laughing emojis abound on courtroom clips with titles such as funniest witness moments so far. Yes. In a case with Alejandro and Isaac Baruch, there are some funny witness moments. Yeah. Johnny Depp funny moments part three. Yes, he was sarcastic. And you might take it in a different direction, but he was funny. One user put a filter on footage of Heard's testimony so that her nose protruded like Pinocchio's. That's commentary in and of itself, isn't it? I mean, isn't, isn't that commentary on what uh, that individual's thinking? But on YouTube, anyone and everyone is weighing in, and anyone and everyone is here in the stream with us. A video entitled Woodworker Attorney Debunks Amber Heard's Broken Bed Testimony, which I'm still very impressed that you avoided most innuendo there, Rob, <laughs> has more than 277,000 views. Chat, could you put in the chat here what that number is right now? Because I'm betting 277 is a little light on uh, on, on what that video is at right this second. Hey, Guardian. It sounds like my high, you know, after four years of work. It's not Rob's high. He, he put out a video... Uh, he did a little bit better. Here we go, chat. There you go. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though, is that that only benefits Rob having that yep. commentary. So, Guardian, yep. if you want to 
throw shit at my video. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry there, Hope. No, 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 uh, no. PG-13. If you want to throw crap at my video about talking about the mirror incident, please do. Like... <laughs> I love I love LawTube trying to well, trying to interact with the family friendly edict. I <laughs> you guys are great. Do your best. It's fine. Please don't ever apologize. Um, so yeah, Rob. Yes, one. They used the full title. So God bless you. Uh, they didn't just say some video from some dude. They they put the title in. They didn't even. They didn't even like. They first of all, as far as the implication thing. Um, to put me in a whole paragraph where we're talking about uh, what is quite clearly innuendo and, and um, you know, Pinocchio knows and yeah, comedy and yeah. Com yeah. comedy. And then to say that this, which was quite honestly an analysis of that testimony, the witness statements that were given in the UK trial and the evidence that was presented to the court. You had, you had insert shots and everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and to say that that's satire is, you know, you guys are idiots. You yeah. missed the point. That yeah. was analysis. Yeah. And it, yeah. And by the way, Guardian, thanks for the extra views. I mean, no, you will, because anybody that's reading this and just kind of uh, uh, ho-humming along in their in their copy of the Guardian is like, wait, somebody did that. He's an attorney and he debunked. Well, yeah, I mean, let the, me type the that they, in. The only thing they could have done, maybe I can suggest an edit. Just throw in their law and lumber on YouTube. <laughs> put this on his channel. I want you to yeah. send in an email that says, uh, hey, if you're going to use so much of my stuff, can you toss a link in there. Just, just, yeah, just exactly. make it easy for him, will you? <laughs> and then the yeah. next one, the next sentence. To yeah, read the next that, sentence, Rob. Yeah, news news websites have repeated unfounded claims in uncritical articles with hands-off headlines like viewers notice and people are saying. That directly implies that everything preceding that sentence was likewise unfounded. Just speculative you know nonsense. Yeah. yeah. To say that the testimony that was presented and the witness statements and the contradictory statements are unfounded or the analysis of that is unfounded, you know, you guys couldn't be further from the truth. This is ridiculous. Uh, just for the this record, Rob, stupid. here on LawTube, I would like to claim uh, the rights to cover uh, Rob Sue's The Guardian um, <laughs> for, for defaming him by implication. Uh, so I, that, What are my damages? They're helping me. Yeah, look forward yeah. to it. Well, yeah, <laughs> they, they, they will work on damages. Ah, oh, see, you said that on video. All right, okay. I know. It, it, I don't We'll care. figure that out. He's care. very damaged. Yeah, this is this is me hitting back at them. So you know what? Your article, <laughs> congratulations. He's very damaged. We'll get back to it. Yeah, no. And that this is why I wanted to make this video because a couple of things. You pointed them out fantastically. Oh, and there it goes. Uh, links. Um, the first of which is it being in the comedy uh, paragraph here. The second of which them saying these various things and then, and then finalizing it with Hey, disregard all this stuff that people are doing. I, they included attorney in the title. I mean, even if you were trying to make a rhetorical point, I don't I don't think I would have included your title uh, because it immediately undercuts that this is anyone and everyone, right? Yeah. I mean, I, it's 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 just a crazy kind of stand from on high and shout about who shouldn't be allowed to talk about these things. Everyone I, I, with a legal degree from oh, uh, which jurisdiction are you in again, Rob? Virginia. Yeah. Every way, like it. no Come one ever on. mentions that. The Indian article didn't mention it. The UK article didn't mention it. Yeah, we, exactly. Rob, Rob is right there. Rob <laughs> can hold up his binder of court rules that apply to this case. He he has yeah. actual props. <laughs> actual props. Look, A look, guide to the can, rules of evidence in Virginia. Thank you, that, Guardian. 
the very same book you might have seen three lawyers or at least two lawyers and a judge arguing about in sidebar on your very network. <laughs> ah, God. I, I think what happened on this, actually, Rob, is that um, this author goes out looking for things to to call out, goes onto YouTube, searches for herd uh, depth, and like you're going right through your viral spike at, at, at that point in time. And she's like, oh, here's a great one. Woodworking attorney debunks broken bed testimony. Yeah. What a crazy title. Yeah. I actually watched the video. I bet she didn't watch it. I bet she didn't watch it. Um, that's speculation, of course, Guardian. Don't sue me for defamation. But I bet you didn't watch it. No. Uh, and and the funny thing is about that video, that video, the only conclusion it reached was that it wouldn't break that way. And it pointed out that there might be something on the bed. I didn't conclude what it was. I don't know what it is. No, you I, just, I can't. You did suggestive yeah. camera edits. You're a YouTuber now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that camera move, by the way. Uh, is, is it asking too much that we treat a somber issue somberly? That yes. we don't turn a serious and sensitive trial? into content for our feeds. This is really odd from a journalistic outlet. In yeah. an ideal world, even the most salacious celebrity court case would be covered in a dignified, respectful manner. Okay, UK Press, we saw what you've done with like Princess Diana through her entire life. Y'all could eat me. <laughs> could there be a more hypocritical like take? Like, yeah. honestly, is this, is this satire? Do we actually know if this is The Guardian that actually published this? Or is this like the Onion version of The Guardian? Uh, it's on TheGuardian.com. So, I mean, it's got all the, the what we call trade dress. Uh, it, it looks like The Guardian to me, Rob. I think it's The Guardian. Well, yeah, no, they've the UK press has never been dignified in their entire existence so long as I've been alive. And yeah, they can... I'm loving this, though. As a guy that loves media coverage and likes following these things and how they arc around, the fact that we have now dovetailed a case that I've already been following because I think it's interesting and useful for people to learn from is now becoming this kind of zeitgeist, man the fences, protect the perimeter from major media outlets on this when they know damn well, if they look at this kind of stuff, that there are at least forces for good in terms of informing people. It's not all... Pinocchio videos and whatnot, and to pick Rob's, which I love you, Rob. It was your first video, but is fairly perfunctory in its in its editing in terms of analysis and getting the message out, which is great. You did a great job in first video. It's much better than mine, very much better than mine. Uh, but it's like you're not. It's not what I would describe as flashy. Would you, Rob? No, it's. I made it at one a.m. You can see my eyes literally drooping <laughs> into sleep. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just it's just crazy to pluck that out to me. It's crazy. Hey, Guardian, why don't you do what you do best and go back to covering every single detail of the lives of a bunch of people who are born as, you know, supposed royalty and, you know, like, go analyze whether Meghan Markle has a dispute with Piers Morgan. That's the level of seriousness that you guys are capable of. Well, so, they, you know, they, you they say that we, we aren't treating it somberly because we can't put aside our hero worship. That even the biggest, most ardent, most invested fan would put aside their hero worship while a jury deliberates. I Okay, I want to say this to camera fully and completely. I do not worship Johnny Depp. I do not think he is a saint. I think he's a talented actor. I do not worship Amber Heard. I do not worship Hollywood celebrities or actors in general. I am not coming at this from a worship angle. I still think right this second, it's looking bad for Amber Heard. One can come to that conclusion completely separate from whether they have Pirates of the Caribbean paraphernalia hanging on their walls and walk around like Captain Jack Sparrow every day.
I am not. not it's not every day for me. I'm not a Depp fan. Like I can name three movies that he's been in. I've seen two of them, and the third one has been mentioned repeatedly in this trial. Um, <laughs> there's been a whole bunch of them mentioned in this trial that I just haven't remembered. Wait, hold on. This sounds like a game, Ian. Hold on. All right. What three movies has Ian uh, become aware of that uh, feature Johnny Depp? I'm going to go with Edward Scissorhands as one of them, Ian. Correct. Okay, I got one. Uh, the, the Pirates movies in general. Yes. Because uh, they're be all over another. this case. And am I right in saying that you haven't watched the Pirates movies then? I've watched the first Pirates movie. Okay. I haven't watched Rum Diaries, which they... Okay, so you know Rum Diary, Pirates of the Curse of the Black Pearl, and Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. And beyond that, I couldn't actually tell you what he's doing. He's like, if you asked me, hey, you know, which, you know, you could meet any five actors. I don't think he'd make the cut. Um, Amber Heard certainly wouldn't, but I only know one movie she's in. And that's, you know, Aquaman 2 because of the whole, I presume she's probably in Aquaman 1. She is. She's the co-star. She's a full, she's a full featured same kind of time as Aquaman co-star of that movie. I didn't watch Aquaman one. I got to admit. So, I, uh, I have to, I, and then I'll have to admit that Aquaman one is what I would call kind of dumpy, kind of trashy. Uh, but I, um, I, I quite enjoy it. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, you, you got lasers, uh, fighting through, uh, you know, uh, upper Northeastern, uh, fishing shacks. You've got sharks, uh, that, uh, fire things off of the sides of their fins. You've got a giant magma crab underwater, uh, you know, so it's uh, Sharknado, but with superheroes. It is. It has a Sharknado mentality, uh, but, uh, you know, pretty well done. Jason Momoa does well. Amber Heard, I don't want to get in trouble for the actual trial, but Amber Heard has trouble acting, I would say, in that movie. And it, it might just be that movie or the situations or whatever. Uh, but she's not terribly compelling. Uh, that said, the movie itself is, is pretty fun, uh, in my opinion. Other people are going to tell you Aquaman's the worst thing ever, uh, but I, I liked it. It's silly. No, fair uh, enough. I just, you know, limited time. That was not where I wanted to spend it. So, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll come. You can come over to Michigan sometime, Ian. We'll watch a bunch of terrible Johnny Depp movies. Uh, it'll be great. We'll, we'll we'll throw on some Amber Heard's just to give you the proper context after all this is over. Rob, if we can figure it out, what we need to do is get a small portable projector, and then we can watch movies while we're sitting there waiting in that giant lineup overnight that's right for those of you that don't know are you do, are you both planning to go together uh, to the trial this coming week i presume so i mean if we're both going uh might as well hang out in the line there's not like there's going to be a whole bunch of other things to do there that is awesome that is awesome so look out from law tube from rob's channel and ian's channel in the future uh their thoughts presumably they're going to be looking at the jury seeing if they can suss out what's going on there at the same time but uh, good good stuff uh, and yeah, bring a projector. Go watch movies. Because you guys are clearly fans. And The Guardian tells us fandom has never drawn the line at the courthouse door. And we are all the poorer for it. No trial should be treated like a concert or a meet and greet. And a court case should never be an opportunity to wave a homemade sign in a celebrity's face. Uh, oh, like, come like, off like, it. I, I, what, what decade... <laughs> I mean, how out of date is this for for how trials actually operate? I mean, bare minimum, we can look at OJ in the 90s, uh, but trials of the century go way before that. Um, and, and the public outcry and all those kinds of things. Part of the reason these things are set up to be public and transparent is to allow the public to observe how these things affect 
people they're interested in. Hey, Guardian, um, if Meghan Markle and Harry ever divorce, um, you have now pledged to not cover it. Oh, good point. And here's guys, some I'm less. sure you guys will handle that in a reasonable fashion or not at all. Because so I, I think the right way to end an opinion piece is always threats. Uh, I think we all I think we all can agree on that. You want to threaten your readers um, and, and others at the end here. We see fans need to be aware that their own behavior around celebrity trials is under scrutiny. OK, in theory, <laughs> anyone can be sued for libel for what they write on social media. Yes, the, the law applies to all of us equally. Ostensibly. Also, in theory, anybody can be sued for anything, but... Well, yes, I think one of my thumbnails is, yes, you can sue anyone for anything because it was about a fan of... Uh, I, I can't get the name right. It's an actress uh, who was in the trailer to a movie and then they went to the movie and she wasn't in the movie. She was cut out of the movie and they sued the studio uh, because they, uh, they sold their film on the gloriousness uh, and wonderful acting of this actress uh, and they it was she was never in the film. I was like, and I think the thumbnail put was anyone can sue anybody for anything. Uh, let's let's discuss. Uh, so that's true. But though in practice, the cases we read about involve tweets from those with high public profiles, such as TV doctors, right wing provocateurs and comedians. And I'm sorry, I didn't actually link through onto what the heck they're talking about. Let's see if I can figure this out. Uh, these are Guardian articles. Um, so they're, they're libel cases and other things. So more self-aggrandizement. Yeah, they're all links to Guardian articles. Even without the threat of a lawsuit, people need to be far more careful about what they post online. Are you listening, Rob? Fans oh may believe wholeheartedly that their idols are innocent, but serious accusations need to be taken seriously. Look at the premise there. Okay, if, if here we go. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. So I really wish that they would have done even a smidge of research before they even did this, because then they would have found out that I'm a domestic relations litigator, you morons. In I represent people who have been victims of domestic violence and people who have been accused of committing domestic violence. And I'd be willing to bet There's you no feel pretty strongly about more that. More seriously. Yeah. Like, like, oh, also, Guardian, thanks for um, sending a channel boost the day I get monetized. Hey, did you get monetized, Rob? <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Turn on that so, super thanks button at least. Throw a super thanks his way because all those views he got. Yes, it monetized him as the fastest person in uh, history. Uh, but all those views, they just paid for YouTube. They didn't pay for Rob. So send a super chat his way. Send a super thanks his way. Send stickers. Uh, YouTube loves the word super. Go tell him how much you love him. Um, and I'm sure that he will be a force on YouTube from here on. Uh, I am very happy uh, to be able to say I've seen this happen in real time. Rob, I think you have great insights. I think The Guardian... I mean, I don't want to call this libelous, of course, uh, but they really, they really did a number on you, Rob. I, I, I know you're rethinking your life choices and your YouTube. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because oh, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't just expose themselves as the most hypocritical, teetotaling, look down their nose at you newspaper in the world. Well, your stuff is comedy. You don't take this stuff seriously. You're only doing this because Johnny Depp is your idol. Um, <laughs> and and uh, otherwise, if you continue on this path, we risk creating a world where people turn to TikTok videos. See, they always use that as the worst because they know the audience reacts to TikTok uh, as, as like this weird alien thing. For the final word on the truth, instead of the courts. Wow. 
So criticism of the judicial system is now off limits. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where this ends. What are you doing? But I um, feel like this is honest. What they're concerned about is a world where people turn to YouTube instead of the guardian. I and recommend the move, honestly, having now read through a couple articles here in headlines and I, I suspect we'll read more. Uh, as as we move forward, I did also want to note just as a, a little bit of shade. We obviously have feelings about what actually made it into the article. You see here, uh, she didn't get the parties right. It's not a difficult yeah. case to actually describe. She started out saying that Johnny Depp was suing the Washington Post uh, and not Amber Heard. So a lot of research done on this. Um, a, a lot, uh, a lot of background. Uh, one YouTube search that popped up, Rob, uh, Johnny Depp suing somebody. Uh, and uh, let me throw out my thoughts here on the internet uh, through the auspices of a big giant corporation in uh, The Guardian. So, look, they're not all going to be that way, folks. They're not all going to be just us shouting at headlines and things. Uh, but I thought it was deserved in this particular instance. This is exactly the kind of thing that I don't like to see out there. Obviously, everyone is entitled to their opinion, including that author. She's entitled to that opinion. Uh, but we're entitled to respond and react to that opinion uh, with all the vitriol. Uh, that it deserves. So that's one article today. We've got 50 some odd super chats. I told you uh, we're not going to step on the toes of legal bites. Um, and so one thing I'm going to do pretty soon is I'm going to turn off the super chat button. So it's last call. If you want to get any in, we're going to cover them for about a half hour here. And then I'm going to try my damnedest to redirect the audience to legal bites, but I don't think she's hit the right switches on her end. Uh, and so it's, it's telling me right this second that I can't do that. We're going to try again. Uh, at the end to send her over. Because if you're interested in that, she is doing a video where she's gotten two very high profile psychologists to talk about their feelings on what they're seeing from both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I myself am going to go and pop in over there to hear what they're saying. I'm not invited. She didn't invite me uh, to join her, which is fine. You know, is what it is, Alita. Uh, but uh, I'm going to be in the chat. I'm going to be listening to that uh, because I think it's going to be very cool. So at 1.30, half an hour from now, if that time didn't make any sense to you because you're not in my time zone, um, go check that out. And then I'll probably be turning Super Chats off in 10 to 15 minutes, I would say. So if you want to do that, great. I'm going to try to control the hours of these streams better than I have been. Uh, so, you, Rob, have you, have you printed out that bullet list and put it next to your computer? Uh, try to control the hours of my stream? <laughs> I should. What I, what I really want to do is I want to actually take like some of the mission statement rules and maybe some of the chat rules and put them directly in the description to the video so that people can at least see those when they're not otherwise being referenced by me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm still figuring this out folks. Uh, just like Rob, uh, just like Ian, just like all of us, we got various buttons to hit and levers to pull that, uh, you're always learning in this job. It's one of my favorite parts of it because YouTube just will randomly change where the buttons are. Thanks YouTube. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out exactly how to turn off those chats so that everybody that's paid, who's so, so generous to the channel. And I can't be thankful enough. Uh, we talk about, or at least we put up visually as we go on. Uh, especially if it is associated with the conversation that we are having at the time. So with that said, I think we're going to cut off the bottom of Rob's head would be my guess for this one. Uh, yeah. We're not. Rob's going to jump off and go. All right, Rob, go get ready for your hearing. Thank you so much for jumping on with us, folks. If you didn't already know from the Guardian's very, very tasteful advertisement for Law & Lumber, you can find him on YouTube. He's got that video up. He's actually got a video that's more successful than most of the ones I put up, which is just like th four minutes or five minutes of being like, we're going to do logos and Kurt's going to help me. Oh. Uh, so everything Rob Speaking does is of. gold right now. The YouTube robots yeah. are like, who is this handsome gentleman? And they're just pushing everything he does. So please go check out his channel. 
Rob, is there anything we can look forward to coming up on your channel? Or are we not quite I mean, ready yet? We're, we're going to have to do the, the logo thing with Kurt because I've got about 50 submissions. Oh, my God. And did, some did of you them, put some I intellectual mean, property assignment some language of them in your really good. Some of them are really good. Oh, um, good. So we'll see. And then I don't know. I've got ideas. I've got to figure out how to get some filming. I've got to figure out how to get time to film some of this stuff. I don't know how you guys do it. Uh, it's, it's uh, if it gets big enough, it's two jobs. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, get, get dead excited, as I say. And my wife hates it when I do. Uh, for those that don't know, that tends to be how Japanese video game developers tell you to get pumped for their game release. I love it. Um, it makes me happy. Uh, so it's not me just being randomly ungrammatical, uh, <laughs> but I, I love it when they say it. So yeah, please do get excited for Rob's upcoming content. He, like everybody that joins this space, is figuring things out. Uh, and I will tell you, Rob, the biggest thing when when I was able to start getting things out was figuring out how to get that farm to table, what I, what I call farm to table, short enough that you can squeeze it into spots in your work day and, and, and work on it either in pieces or in whole. Um, and that's going to be your big trick. But I'm confident that you can do it. Uh, and you're kicking butt. Regardless of what the Guardian says, don't let them keep you down. Uh, and good luck at your practicing of law for the rest of the day. All right. Thanks, guys. Just Thanks, to Rob. put the kicking butt into perspective, my top video was a short with less than 100,000 or 100,000 views less than Rob's first video. Oh, my best video is, is at least 200,000 views less than Rob's first video. So we love it, Rob. I, I think that's that's great because you know what? Um, we were here at the beginning. So when you become PewDiePie, when you have 15 million <laughs> subscribers, uh, we do expect you to continue to talk to us on occasion. Um, so, you know, we love you, Rob. Go work. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, kick butt. Okay. So we've done yes. some super chats now. We got 24 minutes to do it. We're going to make it happen, everybody. Thank you so much for your generosity. And I'm going to get started. Uh, MYH10, MSM Eye of Sauron. I believe that's mainstream media. Gazing intently on LawTube means they'll be calling you alt-right or Russian trolls any day now. Doesn't fit me at all. Well, yeah, who knows? No. <laughs> good Lots thing it's only pushed to politics because I like guns, but eh, yeah, that's gonna be yeah. There's gonna be an article about Ian, uh, Ian appearing on my stream. He's like, at some point, he pulls out a giant knife to intimidate his other panelists. Uh, <laughs> Batmona Bike, what are your thoughts on Amber's cross? Should they use nails or ropes? Uh, I think the cross is gonna be worth seeing. Get tuned in, uh, definitely Tuesday, probably more. Uh, it is, I think, what everybody's most excited about. I expect to lead it to set records, and I'm going to be there for it. I am super excited, even if I'm not going to be able to be on Alita's channel, I, assuming everything goes right. But uh, I will stream afterwards, just so that I can... Uh, what I'm hoping to do is do some commentary where I can pick out, uh, t like, here's a moment when I saw the jury reacting and see if I can do that. Yeah, uh, that would be so awesome. That would be fantastic. Um, and yeah, or you could, uh, during breaks, you could do those, uh, those call-in ones that look like they're from a, a war zone or something. Uh, you call into Alita's and be like, we're, we're seeing a lot in the courtroom right now. I understand uh, that they're taking people's cell phones or at least not letting you bring them into the courtroom. Oh, have they changed that policy? Cause it, I, as it was described early on, it was, you can have them on you, but you can't pull them out. Okay. Yeah. That, if that's the case then that's fine, but, uh, Yeah. Well, if if that's the case, I'll try to pop on as soon as uh, you soon go out to the fountain like, at lunch and be like, yeah, yeah we've, we've gotten a couple of broadcasts from the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Abby Clark, even the Independent, which is another outlet in the UK, heavily on Amber Heard's side. Shocking. 
yeah, it's interesting to see the bifurcation there. The UK is going to continue to give us lots of fruit, I think, in this space. Maria Teresa Gonzalez uh, Villalobos, how handsome does Rob look today? Sorry he missed that one. Good luck on your hearing. Mo Homesteading. Hello, Hogan. It's awesome that Rob is rocking it out. He even's on TikTok now. It's viral. Oh, I don't know. Does he know that? Does he know he's on TikTok? Uh, Bill he might fire up the copyright suits. <laughs> what if the whole thing was set up from the start, both sides, and we are the ones getting played for views? If that's the case, bravo, bravo. You got me. Yeah, I had a super chat that was like, what if they turn around at the end of the lawsuit and bow uh, and, and, and hug? I'd be like, you know what? At some point, you got to tip your cap. Although the state of Virginia would probably have something to say. Uh, since it's it's costing them some resources. I think that they would have very loud and angry things to say, and a whole lot of lawyers would be... Uh, we could stream the disciplinary proceedings, maybe. There you go. <laughs> if they're there done. Go. Well, it would, be, it would be both sides' lawyers saying we never knew. Uh, yeah. it, would be, it would be interesting. Uh, Fiona, I reckon Amber will try to get a mistrial somehow. You don't know. You can't force it, though. And If you do, you get into real trouble. That Mona bike, I think it's sick that mockery of Amber Heard is subjected to when there are real victims. Uh, no one talks about that poor dog. He stepped on a bee, for God's sakes. You had me. What, what's, the, what's the meme? You had me at the start. Uh, <laughs> uh, blah blah Next video, Rob, debunk the Yorkie did it claim. I want somebody to do that. Just have dogs out there. Uh, I went over to my backyard and show. I've got a big dog. Not, yeah, no. I, I'm still not making that video, though. <laughs> Uh, Eleanor Aquitaine, like all mainstream media, The Guardian is not journalism. It's profit-driven, popularity-centric opinions. Deborah, wasn't it mocking my dog stepped on a bee? I think uh, the videos that they're referring to, I believe so. I That's believe exactly so. what it was because she goes, my dog stepped on a bee uh, and makes this like really exaggerated. Oh, and it's like this on-off switch. Yeah. She goes, my dog stepped on a bee and then immediately like, she throws her face back, makes this anguished expression, and then goes back to testifying. Yep. It's like such a weird moment in her testimony. So yeah, people are mocking it because it looks ridiculous. Yeah, it does. I mean, it does. It does. Yeah, and they're not like, they're not mocking the SV claims because, yeah. So. Maverick Buckley, The Guardian is the Washington Post of the UK. Had headline last week, gardening is racist. Everyone I've spoken to here in Great Britain supports Depp. Keep up the good work, mate. Yeah, and that's always interesting context in terms of the various spins of these journalistic outlets. I do, the Guardian's big, just like the Washington Post, but. Yeah, so but Prada, their coverage varies from some stuff that's really good and some stuff that is just absolute bottom barrel, you know, dragging of pop culture. Um, yeah, I think you get a feel for it if you're in their jurisdiction, especially. I mean, there's some things that I would trust the Washington Post to report on, honestly. And there are some things that I would not. Yeah. And that goes with all outlets. Uh, Saitokata, for years, the UK has been criticized for libel tourism as there's less free speech protection. So let's not 180 that long history over <laughs> one bad case. It's very true. That's one of the reasons the Sun lawsuit happened. Uh, Ladybug 82 SW, Carla Homolka Canadian trial. Oh, uh, maybe a reference for something you should look at, Ian. Um, that one is a whole nightmare, and I don't know how to do it without YouTube um, basically going nuclear on me because okay. this was a guy who was a serial sexual predator okay. involving also a number of homicides. So 
it's a real case and it's hard to talk i might end up doing that one and just throwing it only on locals because locals has slightly different rules um but i will probably end up talking about it just because it's also a case that ends up being a huge ethical issue um the ethical issue on that one is that uh the one lawyer got given a box of videotapes and you can imagine what those videotapes contained and he didn't know what to do with them in terms of like, do I give these to the police? Do I hold on to them? And now that's a case that they'll cover in you know your ethics class if you go to law school. What to do with the hugely incriminating uh, evidence that you were just handed? Yeah, like if your client walks into your office and is like, here's a whole bunch of hugely incriminating evidence, what do you do with it? Because um, you know, you've got your duties to your client to not breach, you know, confidentiality and so forth, but also like you can't hide evidence. So it was a tough one. And the lawyer in that one got it wrong, although they didn't hammer him too badly because they said, we didn't know either. Um, this is a new, new thing, but now, uh, there's a process for what you're supposed to do in that case. Here you go, Ian. Some people think that they uh, aren't allowing uh, texting either. Uh, uh, so might, you'll, uh, you'll get your updates of rules in in, in the court, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Almanox, what is this I am woman hear me roar crap? It is exclusively uh, the internet is mean to women, thus you doom humanity peace. Princess, please. Hand on face, what I would call a Picard head palm. Uh, shruggy <laughs> face emoji. Um, yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I would love to think it would go the same direction if it were the opposite uh, of what was happening alive on uh, uh, on the court stream. But I agree with you. I, I'm not sure that it would be. Debbie Joe A. Rob, sorry. Please figure out if Johnny Depp could have a knee in her back and his foot on the bed frame while punching her in the back of the head. He isn't very tall. Uh, so he, he is specifically good at the, the furniture aspect of it. I'm not sure about the rest of the geometry. I'll ask him uh, next time I see him. Nicole F., how long until the journalists start streaming? Uh, they're trying. I, if you go, if you go, Washington Post has a streaming initiative. I, I, I don't want to slam anybody because this stuff is hard. Go check out the Washington Post YouTube channel and check out the views that they get on their streams. Do I it. mean, the other thing is that it's hard, but it's also really demoralizing because your first, not, most people aren't Rob. Uh, most people's first video. Let's be clear. Rob is insane. Yeah. No, that will never happen again. I will say I'm totally envious because, yeah. And I'm sort of like, uh, <laughs> I know I'm going to be competing with Rob with the juror commentary. And I'm just like, I'm going to get all <laughs> views on this. And it's going to be a financial. We're going to get a report that says woodworking lawyer found unconscious in bushes. Canadian flees the scene. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, nothing like that. It's just, it's just funny. But, uh, you know, uh, a lot of these companies set these things up and they think they're going to be just instant successes because they're the Washington Post. Yes. And like my first video is still up on YouTube. Lots of YouTubers purge their first videos after a while because. Oh, that's no fun. I mean, where have we been? Because and I mean, I might actually go back and redo some of my earlier videos because some of them I think are good topics, but. Like I didn't know the buttons and I didn't, I was super awkward and so forth. Uh, not that I'm only medium awkward now, uh, but these companies set these things up. They never bother to get to the point where they're actually good at them. And then they can them before they get, because they're like, oh, well, we're getting 12 people. 
Yeah, um, right. And and that's normal. That's I, I you go back to the start of virtual legality, it's whatever, it's 76. And and what you got to get is in the brain space where you say, you know what? That's two full classrooms at an elementary school, right? And if you can keep doing that, it's like honestly, talking to 100 people at once, very yeah. cool. And then you go up from there, but you have to love it. And I, you know, I love having these conversations. I love looking through the comments. And yeah, you don't get that same kind of feel from from the mass media. And I think the other thing that they really fall into the trap of is um, production values aren't, uh, production values are good. They aren't the be all end all of this medium. And sometimes they can add a, a, a patina of insincerity that I think audiences really react negatively to, uh, depending on the topic. I mean, I am very sparse with, you know, the stuff I edit in and so forth. Sometimes I'll do like a visual joke. I've got one video where there's a tumbleweed. You know, I'm like, let's talk about all the things that this will accomplish. And then there's a tumbleweed that blows across. All right. 60 second last call for Super Chats. We want to make sure to go to Alita's channel on time. Uh, so if you have any interest in them, get them in now. And then I'm turning the button off at uh, 60 seconds, give or take. I'm not using like a timer or anything. <laughs> Deborah, Kerr Press, Freed, Protect, News to Spin Lies, effed up. So Current Press, Freed, uh... Free to protect news yeah. and spin lies, I think, give or take. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's some truth there. Yeah. Hey there, Jack. In the UK trial, the judge's son was working for Murdoch and also a colleague of Dan Wooten. Is that a problem? I tend to think it is indicative of one. Yeah. Um, I don't have the I don't have the background there for all of that, but certainly there are things that have popped up from what people have told me that, if true, would be suggestive of things we would identify as bias here in general. I mean, some people reach for bias too early, but you don't want the appearance of it even. Appearance is bias, right? I mean, like that's there's so many important legal and other ethical rules that are basically like allowing someone to think this about what just happened is the problem in and of itself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it looks bad. How can you trust it? Um, Britt Cormier, legacy media found out during the Rittenhouse trial that they could no longer outpace the internet coverage to control public opinion. They used to laugh at it, which they're doing a little bit in the Guardian article, but now they know it threatens their narrative and they will attack it. I think that's what we're seeing. I think, I think you're seeing the evolution of what they saw last November. And I will be honest, we're not stopping and, and they're not going to stop. And they're so. losing, I mean, that's the other thing that's at, at hand is the threat to their legitimacy. Because the, the media has been in this sort of privileged position of being like, we are the arbiters of what is actually true. Like, we are the arbiters of what's actually happening. And now people are going, well, when we actually look at it with, you know, experts and so forth analyzing it, you're full of crap. And it's a lot of trust has been lost, but it's not been lost because we're bad people as commenters it's because they're not doing their jobs well. Exactly. Secret McSquirrel, subdrive for Uncivil. He is close to 70,000. I believe he's within 100. Uh, if you know Kurt, he's been on the channel. Uncivil Law is linked in this video because I'm putting every guest that's appeared on Hangouts and Headlines. You can click on that, go over, like, and subscribe to Uncivil Law. Treat him with 70,000. He's very excited about that threshold and deservedly so. Absolutely. Thank you, Secret McSquirrel. TRP, The Guardian. Law and lumber is the problem. It's just, it's such the, the, the principal Skinner meme, right? Am I out of touch? No, it's law and lumber who's wrong. Triplick, whole point that JD found guilty in society based only on Amber Heard allegations. Yep. Now she doesn't lie uh, it to go the other way. 
PR team is setting narrative for her to lose her case. It's unfair and unbiased. I guarantee you, if Amber Heard loses, what you're going to get is that the system is corrupt and broken, and she's a victim of that system. Um, Surreal Kit, if Amber Heard comes back to trial for a third day of testimony with a new character in tone, do you think that would undermine her credibility further? Whiplash. I'd certainly call into question how much she discussed her West, uh, her testimony strategy with her attorneys, which she's not allowed to do. Um, but yeah, I, would it be a whiplash if she just decides on her own to go that direction? I think so. But also the human memory experience is a little bit difficult to project. So they'll be separated by 10 days. We are focused on it. The jury is not supposed to be focused on it during this break week. So I would say we'll see. Fifi Ramon, arg, the Guardian can be so holier than thou. I don't know the Guardian that well, but that is certainly what it felt like. Resident of the UK and left-leaning, but even I can't stomach some of their content. So that even suggests to me that Guardian generally looks at things from that political perspective. But yeah, isn't that the funny thing? Whatever politics you have, there's somebody out there that's making you queasy about being on that particular side of the spectrum because they go too far. I hear you. Yeah. Objectionable law, Ashley D. Harrison. All right, guys, I'm seeing the same thing in trial as you and seeing constantly inaccurate headlines. But remember, guys, like the three of you are on LawTube and so are guys like Joe making a totally different type of commentary. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we, we firmly believe in reasonable minds can differ. And certainly you can have thoughts on various degrees with respect to uh, how each of us say our things, say our piece. Uh, right. I would suspect if you think about it, uh, you have a favorite law tuber that you feel does the best and works with you the most or, or otherwise connects with you the best. And one that you say, eh, that person is, is not my favorite. Um, but that's, I think, what the, the strength is of the group as a whole. Uh, Sonida S., for your reasonable, logical info opinions. Thank you. Starry Heart. Thank you. That is very generous of you. Milo's mom, PR plus Barlow. Eve was editor at NME, NME Connections. Uh, Amber Heard seems to have connections in journalistic outlets, definitely. Zach Frisch, I saw a video with thousands of upvotes titled something like Bombshell with a clip of Amber Heard saying she wrote the op-ed. I don't know why people can't understand that who wrote it isn't in question. The, the bombshell there is the title. The yeah. Twitter that she uses essentially looks to me, and a jury can differ, like she's claiming ownership of the entire work, including the title. And if the title comes in, that is the harshest accusation she makes with respect to that article and the easiest for Depp to disprove. So if the title is in, Depp's chances of winning go up considerably, in my opinion. Is that about where you come out, Ian? Yeah, if that title is taken as part of her statement, then she's got to establish not just abuse, but something much further than that. And I think that's going to be a, a tough sell because I didn't find that super plausible. And there doesn't seem to be anything that backs it up. Um, like, she says, oh, my feet were bloody. I'm like, where's the hospital visit on that? Like, oh. it just makes no sense. I hear you. I hear you. Already, and we're going to have to go into lightning round mode. If, if you want to leave me, that's a-okay. Uh, you guys are great. YouTube sent up a bunch of warnings for me hitting the super chat button, so I didn't. So if you could just not, that would be great. You all are very generous. I do want to deliver you all over to Alita's channel. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Zach Frisch, I saw a video with thousands of upvotes titled something like Bombshell. Uh, we just did that one. Fantastic. Malika Mirsafian, they're calling you guys. Anyone and everyone is BS. Totally. Especially Rob. Uh, Marie V. Sands, The Guardian making an article about what people says about the trial while criticizing people talking about the trial. Way to go. 
irony. Isn't it beautiful? Becca G, cursy word jar for Runkle. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to keep something. I should get a digital graphic made up. Emily's got like 54 bucks. We saw that uh, uh, Rob got a few bucks. Ian got a few bucks. We'll do a, a Hoglaw After Dark where people can spend their cursy jar uh, money. Uh, and honestly, I think you all would probably love that, especially on my channel and watching me react. Uh, James Lacer, there you go, Hogue, for your swear jar. Let loose, buddy. <laughs> Apparently I have money in the swear jar. This is going to be a thing on this channel, isn't it? Uh, Rosie, thank you so much for the super chat. Florida B, question, did Rob write the title of his video or did YouTube do it? <laughs> <laughs> Monocle emoji. I love that comment. Thank you. Uh, MG super sticker, thank you so much. Uh, Isik Arianchi Kivrak. Alita's much better at that, I apologize. That was a bonus Mythbusters episode and it is busted. Love that show. Love that show. Ashanti Feeblas. This is clearly Amber's PR team's handiwork, LOL. A lot of folks on this panel certainly believe so. Deborah, donation, Rob to Sue Guardian for defamation jar. Crying laughing emoji. Uh, Dwani Prabhu, Amber Heard's PR saw Rob's video and they don't like it. Do you know why? Because he made sense. He got under their skin. Rob, you are good and congratulations for getting featured in The Guardian. Yeah, yeah. Heard video. Guardian. Mm-hmm. I am uh, let me in so I can distract you from trying to do lightning round, says Kurt at Uncivil Law. Uh, yes. Hey, Kurt. Yeah, I'm What's trying up? to deliver people over to Legal Bites. Uh, I, know she's, I know she's going live in a couple minutes. If I go a couple minutes in, I don't mind, but I don't want to. No, no. I think, I think I need to comment on everything you guys have already been discussing. So I think we're going to be here for another hour or so because I really, we need to re-go through it all. And, uh, you know, you can't, no one can go over to Alita's channel. I'm yeah. hijacking this channel and taking it over. Kurt has claimed ownership of Hogan yes. and virtual legality. Uh, adverse, is, adverse possession. He's just going to sit is open. Corner. It is open, notorious, and hostile to your interests. Ha 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 ha. That's right. You could just sit in the corner of my videos. There's just mm -hmm. a video. And he's if I sit here for another, if I sit here for another 21 years, I get the channel. That's it. You just sit there on the stream. Uh, Carla Barrick to Hogue Channel. Cursey words jar. We got you, Rob. So that's Rob money. Oh man. Okay. Maybe maybe we'll do a we'll do a whole thing with cursey words. Uh, Ladybug 82 SW can't speak for everyone, but I go to LawTube for a thorough reporting of issues that are covered in a dignified, respectful way. I appreciate that. Obviously, it's not always the case, <laughs> but but I appreciate that. We certainly try. Uh, NA actions have consequences. Media has lost credibility due to lack of nuance and blatant misrepresentation. I see you as an antidote, especially with respectful chats trying to help with fact checking. Two heart emojis. Thank you. That's what we're about here on LawTube and in virtual legality specifically. Barry Cream, yes, please, exclamation point. Anybody Ooh. else looked up the brand Maker's Mark because of the trial? Now, I have and, a, I have a good personal story on this one, actually. Um, yeah, go uh, on. When yeah. I uh, Maker's Mark has a night, what? <laughs> no, no, what? no, give us a Christmas story. It's fine. Per okay. So <laughs> I hope that's a different context. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Not is, that, is, Ian. Is that appropriate? <laughs> it's fine. Okay. It's a perfectly fine story. Kurt knows the rules. Kurt knows the rules, yes. All right, so Maker's Mark has a program where it's it's available for free where you can sign up to be an ambassador of Maker's Mark. And if you do, you get your name on the bottle. But of course, they they make it they make it for you as part of a special batch. So when I turned 21, I signed up for this program with Maker's Mark. And then fast forward like seven years later, when the bourbon is ready, right? So I get to go to Kentucky 
and visit the factory and, and get my name on the bottle from the uh, batch that it came from. So uh, I'm familiar with the Maker's Mark brand. And uh, yeah, that's, just, that's my story. The I still next, have the I still have the bottles in the uh, cupboard because I keep them as sentiments. The next stream is at Legal Bites. I was trying to to deliver the audience to her. YouTube is telling me I can't redirect because I have no redirect permissions. Uh, so it's she's going to start in like two minutes um, over there, and she's got some big she's got some big guns uh, that she's going to be talking to on the psychology okay. side of things. And like I said, I'm going to be popping in on chat over there. I'll show you. Uh, but uh, yeah, oh, and Kurt left. Kurt, that was it for Kurt. Kurt said, "Wait, there's another stream." <laughs> <laughs> KDM, Rob, you rock. I'm from the UK and no one takes notice of the press except maybe the FT. I think Financial Times, probably, uh, at yeah. times. James Laser, Hug. Sorry for the autocorrect to Hug. Actually, I like that nickname. If you want to call me Hug, that's cool. But have a hug anyway. Love what you all are doing. Thank you. Thank you for the wonderful super chat. Uh, Amandieris, I hope you all are able to chuckle at this Guardian nonsense. Yeah, we're, we're having yeah. fun with it. Your integrity is clear. We stand with LobTube and rob tube okay we can't make that a thing rob's head is going to be like like this big oh kurt was going to get a maker's mark for y'all there you go kurt kurt mueller maker's mark whiskey nice that's cool now you need a to use that as brett. id for something uh a state of brett hey ho congrats on eighty thousand. i'm here i'm here from legal bites I was sorry. I was saying uh, every year Maker's Mark sends me something in the mail. I think last year they sent me a puzzle. Uh, one year they sent me a stocking to go over my Maker's Mark. So, you know, it's kind of cool. That is cool. That's legitimately cool. <laughs> uh, Lauren B, chances Amber Heard's team talks more about the bed next week. Like you think like Rob is is pushing legal Zyka. The jury shouldn't have seen Rob's video. Um, so... Uh, you know, we'll see if Rob winds up getting the trial uh, declared a mistrial. That's going to be a whole thing here on law, too. <laughs> uh, just so we're clear, uh, we'll have to try him. Uh, we'll have to evaluate uh, the findings against him. We'll make it a deal. Archmaid Raven, I trust myself in evidence. I've seen more than I trust the jury because I've seen more than the jury will get to see, which gives me a better view. We can argue on probative versus prejudicial at some point, but I hear you. Despite the verdict, I will make up my own mind. Absolutely. That's what everybody that's observing these kinds of things should do. Kiernoth, I know this is an ad hominem. Uh-oh. But the writer for this article writes for the mainstream media. She's probably a salty, salty that independent streamers are taking away her revenue. It's speculative, right? But it certainly makes sense that the mainstream media, all of these pieces this week talking about TikTok and Twitter and Twitch and LawTube are, um, are noticing a certain way the wind is blowing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Drew Bradley, Guardian article is ironic about complaining about random internet people making jokes on TikTok when the Washington Post literally made a Jack Sparrow TikTok. 70K, yes. Did you? Oh, fantastic. I Congratulations, Kurt. <laughs> Congratulations. That is awesome. Um, did, did, did the Washington Post make a TikTok recently that's Jack Sparrow? <laughs> that is not going to. Wow. Erica M., Never was a Johnny Depp fan, but did dress as Edward Scissorhands a few Halloweens ago. It's a good costume. It was pretty decent, in my opinion. Uh, and you got a link, which we can't. It doesn't work on this stuff, but I will uh, see if I can look at it. Edward Scissorhands is a cool costume. Washington Scottish Post has a TikTok. Washington Post has a TikTok. Do they have a, they have a Jack Sparrow TikTok? Um, I don't know, but it's 
real cringe. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. What? It's not on the bleeding edge of the zeitgeist? The, the did, Washington Post? TikTok, did, is it? Did Legal Bites send out a link for the stream? Because I don't have it. I don't think it's a joinable stream. I think she's doing it. She's got psychologists there. Lame. I think she's doing it herself. Lame. I understand. <laughs> it's fine. Oh. I was going to go pop into the chat. Oh, man. This is real bad. Okay. Um, this is real. You want to share the screen, Ian? Uh, do can you can you share it or I don't no? know. How bad is it? Share tab, Chrome tab if you're in Chrome. Oh, have you never shared share a, Have you never shared a screen? No. Um, so bottom share, click share, and then click share screen at the bottom option, and then you want you the Chrome tab. It's in. It's no big deal. I was just curious. Let me just oh, okay. see if I can here. Um, yeah, yeah. You you hit some buttons. I'm going to hit some more super chats. Uh, we Scottish last journalist and guardian should never be in the same sentence. Ian, you have nailed the UK media perfectly. Love from Scotland. Thank you. Drippy thought cycle. Isn't it legal to target public figures for satire? Oh, it's definitely legal. That, and, and, and let's be clear. The one thing the Guardian really doesn't leap into is suggesting that there are government issues. They do say, hey, watch your own defamation. And it's, that's close. But they never go so far as to say this stuff is necessarily illegal. Um, so they, they, they walk that line a little bit. But yeah, satire. Satire is all about mocking public figures. Stephanie, media needs to talk about fact news versus tabloid. Well, I, I think that this particular case can be fact news, but it depends on the way that you report about it. Sylvia asks, thank you so much for the super chat. Aaron Jackson, I love you guys. I've been a follower since Rittenhouse, loved Rob's video and left a thank you note to The Guardian on it. Keep up the great work. Does, does that mean you found it because of The Guardian article? I think that would be awesome. Uh, did you see that article, Kurt? Because they used it, the full title of the video. It's just perfect advertisement. I love how Rob is now getting press in The Guardian. <laughs> yeah. His star rises, this brand new channel. Not, a week, not, a, not, a, not a week old. Yeah. He's already making what you consider major press, man. Yeah. There's something wrong about this in this world. You know, honestly, I, I, I know you're playing a part, but there's some yeah. truth to it. Like you just find somebody that does this and then like, you make a story out of them. I, I said to that Rob while he was on the channel, what I think happens in that op-ed is she types in her depth or whatever. And because it's right in its viral spike, like that's right at the top of the search returns. Why you decide to set, to use in your comedy paragraph, a YouTube video by an actual lawyer that isn't terribly funny. I don't know. Uh, Luna, I have seen Rob's video all over TikTok. Rob, the TikTok star. He has, to teach me, he has to teach me some TikTok game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't touch TikTok. I don't touch TikTok and Instagram right now. Uh, Leon Homer, my dog stepped on a bee. Sad face. I am very much live, co-counsel. Thank you. We're trying to not be, but these people are so generous, and I'm worried about hitting the super chat button and breaking the stream. Um, Ladybug82SW, Rob, have you ever been opposite Woods Rogers PLC in court? I'm very sorry. That is definitely not one I can even riff on. I will try to remember that. Although I can't decide whether you're joking with the woods at the top. So <laughs> let me see if I can do the share screen here. I okay. I might have yeah, you won't break anything in because even if you try, if it's wrong, I'll just reject it. I, oh. I, it doesn't go straight up. <laughs> I get to make sure uh, panelists can't just put random things on my screen. That oh, would get real dangerous real fast. It's saying <laughs> I have to use Chrome to share the audio. So. Yeah, okay. you do. yeah. Well, we don't need audio. I was just actually just looking for, like a summary of like how the how their uh, stream looks, but it's all good. Yeah, it's it's pretty mediocre. I gotta say. All right, WW just wanted to donate. That is so generous of you, and I appreciate it so much. 
Richard, thank you for all your work in keeping the legalese digestible for the ongoing Activision Blizzard King drama. Great work. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And yeah, we've got more on that. I, I'm planning on doing a virtual legality about the communications that Activision is allowed to have to say, don't vote for the union at Raven. Uh, we'll see if I get to it. I wasn't expecting to do this stream. Um, but uh, yeah, I appreciate it so much. Uh, and that's that's what virtual legality is all about. Mary Sunderland, thank you for the super chat. Ladybug82SW, attorneys are generally allowed to bring in phones, bring your business card. Um, so there you go, Ian. If you want to get your phone in your pocket. I don't know that they will count me because I am... I don't know. Is your Canadian one, does it have like caribou on it? Is it is it a different color that we won't recognize? Well, um, I guess I'll have to pick up the... Because my actual card is expired. I've got the new card, but uh, they may not recognize... Like, they might be like, yeah, you're... You're from the wrong yeah. country. Go. go I, I can also tell a story about bringing cell phones in the courtroom and your inability to, because I have a good story about this one too. So, um, at the you can bring your attorneys can bring cell phones into many courtrooms, but the uh, the Eastern District of Virginia, the federal court, which is in Alexandria, not not so much. No one can bring in phones at all because they do a lot of national security cases because of their proximity to D.C. and also because it's where the Pentagon is. So physically, because the Pentagon's in Virginia, not in DC, um, even though it has a DC zip code, but that's near here nor there. Anyways, so I was going in one time and uh, they's like, oh, I, I was wearing a, a smartwatch. I didn't bring my phone, but I was wearing a smartwatch. And they's like, you can't even bring that in. I was like, so what am I supposed to do? Go back to your car. So uh, all I had to do is really quickly file something and go back out. So I went to the bushes just outside the courthouse and put the pebble in there. And then I got yelled at by the federal marshals. They're like, did you put your... So did you put your smartwatch there? And I'm like, what smartwatch? I just basically act completely dumb. So run up, file, and then get my thing. And uh, yeah, I got yelled at by the federal marshals. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in response to this uh, particular super chat, sorry, Kurt. Uh, Michelle M., Emily D. Baker just tweeted that Whitney will be testifying. Interesting hmm emoji, oh. exploding head emoji. So this, I believe it's based on this. This comes from Law and Crime. That says new info amber heard will return to the stand next monday and we can tell you actress ellen barkin will testify along with amber heard's sister whitney and johnny depp will be called to testify now i tweeted a response to this out um i don't believe this uh yeah. at, at, at one level i can't actually believe that the parties entered into a stipulation agreement that johnny depp's team couldn't call amber heard and didn't cover the alternate <laughs> That, yeah. that Amber Heard couldn't call Johnny because that's yeah. you, you leave it to the prime cases and that makes sense to me. Uh, but I, I can't fathom that they didn't cover themselves on that on that kind of uh, arrangement. But who knows there? We also know there's issues with Whitney. Everybody on LawTube has talked about the fact that she apparently didn't get fully deposed. And when we say didn't get fully deposed, at least as I'm told by the Alitas and the Emily Bakers of the world, that means that she sat for deposition by Amber's team, left supposedly sick and didn't get deposed by Johnny's team, which, as I understand it from the litigators, ordinarily means Whitney's out. So there's a whole lot of shaking going on with this kind of stuff. But I did see that actually reported on. Um, I'm not surprised that Emily uh, talked about it. I'll probably go and see what she tweeted uh, because I'd be interested if she thinks that this is uh, accurate information. Yes, I think this was leaked to this particular person, but I'm not sure it's actually truthful. Uh, Cleonic, can you talk about how creepy the difference is between Amber Heard's attitude in her 2016 depot and her on the stand now? Can that be used on cross? 
I haven't watched that deposition because I've only watched the things that are introduced in court. I don't know, Ian or Kurt, have you watched that deposition? No, I haven't. I haven't watched anything. I watched some of it, but my understanding is they're not going to be able to use the video. I could be wrong on that, but um... yeah, I don't know how you introduce. Isn't that creepy as a concept (laughs) without without the video? So. I mean, usually when you're impeaching in something like that, I understand that it's usually transcripts that are used. Like you said the following words. Yes. We saw that in this case. Yeah. And so you'd have to have some reason to bring the video in and just, well, her demeanor was creepy and that one is not going to do it. You're not going to convince the judge that it's necessary for that. Industry Rajan, The Guardian is no different from the, Nawa- the Nawapo op-ed. A judgmental, pious tone doesn't justify their blatant, factless bias, such hypocrisy. I don't disagree with that comment. Sarah Smith, as an SV victim, I hope the mockery continues. Amber Heard is hurting real victims the most if these are lies, and I really think they are. And I like that you said if these are lies. If yeah. she is lying, she really is uh, doing all this damage to people that really suffer these things. And, and so that mockery is earned. I understand some consternation with various people saying, hey, we don't know that to be true. In fact, I think you probably hear that messaging from me here on my channel or on Legal Bites. But to come out and say it's impossible that that would be warranted is, to me, just as hypocritical as the TikTokers are accused of being in that article. Starving 030, the picture and evidence of Amber Heard after the December incident has a calendar behind her on the fridge showing January, proof she lied about the time it was taken. So we have to be careful with the word proof. Uh, It could be suggestive of a time issue, uh, but it also could be suggestive of someone that isn't terribly careful about keeping their calendars up to date. And I mean, I know a guy who is way high on the spectrum and he basically will figure out years, like he keeps calendars. And when the times line up, because like these year cycle repeats. So sometimes he's got a calendar up that's like 1986. And yeah. he's just like, why would I buy another calendar? He, he uses the repeating days? ones that are the same day of the week. Yes. I mean, um, there's only 14 unique calendars, so you only yep. need 14 of them, and you got all your use cases covered. And he's just like, he's insistent. He's like, why would I buy another calendar when this one is perfectly good now? I actually, I think that's, I think that's pretty neat. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of endearing, but it's all. Yeah. But I mean, you know, just because he might be taking a picture with a calendar from 1986 doesn't mean a thing, right? And tomorrow, if I wanted, I could make a calendar that's like all Runkle, and that's not going to happen, chat. Um, I I have an ongoing battle with merch, but I'm not making anything weird. Um, but it could say like 2072, and, you know, a printer will print anything. They make novelty <laughs> calendars for like the wrong year. They do this. Um, like, if only we had some metadata to confirm that. And that's oh, if true. only, if only. That's where I think that'll get interesting because if uh, if they do make that argument, then they can try to really lean into the well. We don't have any metadata. How I do think, we believe any of these pictures? I think the calendar is useful for that exposure point, even if yeah. I don't think it's terribly useful as proof. Exactly. It's on its own. It's not. It's like who cares? With the metadata yeah. issue, now it's becoming something. Yep. M. Check Guy Turcotte trial in Quebec. I think that's for you, Ian. Yeah, it's not a, none of these things are unfortunately uh, videotaped, but also that one is, um, it's a tragic case and YouTube hates tragedies. So 
Why would anybody have any interest in discussing tragedies or how to prevent them? YouTube yeah. doesn't care. M, uh, oh, we just did that one. Marked Ashamed as if the mainstream media hasn't turned the court system into trials of public opinion. I don't know. Rittenhouse, Colvin, and even the SCOTUS leak. <laughs> that, that's the hypocrisy that comes right off the page of that article. Certainly yeah. mainstream outlets do that all the time. Yep. KDS, for Homolka, maybe comparing the girl who claimed innocence, but when the evidence comes out, hugely to blame? Way different situation, though. Yeah. Um, I guess you guys wouldn't be familiar with the Homolka case, but they were a couple, uh, Carla Homolka and Paul Bernardo. Okay. And they were both mutually involved in some really horrific stuff that I don't want to get you demonetized yeah, over. I appreciate it. Uh, but... What ended up happening is that she went to the police and worked out a deal and basically was telling the police, oh, I'm the lesser involved party. And because that lawyer, as I mentioned, was sitting on these videotapes, the police didn't have them. So they didn't know the full details. And so they bought her story that she was like this, you know, a, basically another victim in all of this. And so they gave her a deal that was a real sweetheart of a deal, considering the allegations, which... And then at the point where they actually figured it out, because the videotapes eventually came into police hands, they were like, we goofed. Like, we screwed up. She should not have been given this deal. She is a monster. And they can't take it back, right? Because they got all of this stuff in exchange for the deal. So Bernardo is going to die in, in prison um, yeah. to a virtual certainty. Um, she's out there and she keeps changing her name every so often because every time there's a new media piece about her, she's got to, but, uh, I mean, she's walking around free and, but for that, uh, those videos, she probably wouldn't be. Interesting. Phil Jones, if LT or any others on YouTube get slandered enough by mainstream media, I would love to see the panel call them out by bringing a defamation case with cameras. Heck, you wouldn't even need to hire lawyers. They need to hire someone else besides me. Uh, yeah. yeah, law tube, I guess. LT is law tube. I was, I was reading it as lieutenant. Um, so, yeah, well, look, uh, The Guardian did not say very nice things about, about, about Rob's video. Uh, it would be by implication, of course, but we will have to hold on to see where this goes from there. Um, and yeah, I, I have no doubt that at least a couple corners of LawTube would would love nothing more than to just bring a hellfire and brimstone case against some mainstream media outlet. I'm on the other one. Guardian, please say some not nice things about me. Ian's please like, my go. full channel name and the full <laughs> video name. That is Uncle of the Bailey. <laughs> this, he's swine. Here's his link. <laughs> he's denigrating the good name of, you know, our uh, treasured icon, Rumpel of the Bailey. So we're actually... <laughs> He constantly derides the crown. Uh, Zane, any reason to think the images and videos of Amber Heard's bruised and red knuckles comes up? If I don't know them. If those are available in evidence, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know them, but that's the kind of thing that you definitely use. There's several pictures of her with like red marks on her knuckles. And I mean, that's not a defensive injury. That's a, that's a, I was punching people injury. Yeah. Roxanne wins. Amber Heard didn't take a hit of anything, but does seem like she was sniffing something to make her shed tears. Foul Mouth Mama has the best video examining it. That is a possibility. I think that's vastly more likely uh, than, you know, yeah. cocaine or drugs is something that just makes your eyes water. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm still on as innocent as possible. 
uh, in terms of actually doing something on the stand in public at a globally televised court uh, date. But uh, I mean, if her lawyers had spotted it at the time, and if you were sure enough, you could ask for that, you know, tissue to be preserved. But that's, you don't pull that trigger unless you're real freaking sure. Because if you pull that trigger and miss, that bullet comes right back at you. That's, you know, you will ruin your whole day if you try that and miss. So they're not going to, nothing's going to happen to this. I mean, I suppose they could ask the court to inquire outside the presence of the jury, which wouldn't yeah. harm them in the trial. It's just, unless you actually like see her with a little tin of, you know, Vicks Vapo Rub or, you know, some chili powder or something, you're... I actually think from the video I've seen, the most likely, if you were going to hide this, I, I don't think this happened, is that they show her uh, rolling up her sleeves and, and like pulling out from under her her yeah. her sleeve. It's like, I guess you could put something there. <laughs> but I mean, well, it's clearly it's tissue she brought because, as other people point out in the video evidence, there's a box of tissues there and the tissues in the box don't move. So yeah. it's her own tissue from somewhere. So. Even. Like, even if you do this outside the presence of the jury, the judge is going to be pissed if you try that. Like, the and the time has passed, right? I mean, like, it was that yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, the judge could, could ask when they come back to do a quick outside the presence of the jury and, like, you know. But we don't have the tissue anymore, is what I meant. Or, I know, yeah, but you, could, you right. could ask her under oath. If and, she you did know. it again, like, you if have you a great deal of faith in that process here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a whole lot of confidence about her um, her testimony so far under oath. So, yeah, uh, well, it's the Riot, best I got. Riot the Cat says, outrageous headlines lead to more clicks. Riot the Cat is also a public relations representative of social media. It's very true. <laughs> uh, Fox Roth Co. Joe is awful. Please don't platform him. Ah, come on. You know Joe what? We've, you're going to have, what did I say? You're going to have your favorite YouTubers your favorite law tubers, and you're going to have some law tubers that maybe aren't the direction you want to go. That's why all of us are here. Um, and so reasonable minds can differ. And, you know, Joe and I have had plenty of interesting conversations where we disagree pretty significantly, uh, but we have them on a reasoned way. And that is 100% how we grow. It's how we've always talked about it in virtual legality. My first appearance on his channel, he gave me the gears for doing criminal defense work. He's like, how do you do this? And like, I don't necessarily, but you know what? It's, that is what law is about, is being able to have difficult conversations. Um, you know, I don't agree with most people on the planet on most things all, you know, all the time. I just like Ian um, carving out a space where he's like, I don't agree with anyone on anything ever. I, I, I got to run. I got a real world call in 10 minutes. Yes, please do. Prep for that, please so I'll talk to you later. Please do. Thanks for popping in. Thank you. Yeah, check no, out I, her channel, 70,000 subscribers. Uh, we're going to get you all over to Alita soon. I love that there's so many different you know flavors of commentary out there mm -hmm. i think that's the key that's the key so nobody's getting deplatformed uh let's see here what's next erica g i didn't know you had a live going i, I announced it as impromptu i missed <laughs> most of it sad emoji i'm going to have to rewatch it later it's still good later i promise <laughs> i promise uh lynn 2574 cursy word fun for emily d baker oh squinting laughing face uh, she's about 60 plus now. I'll, I'll keep track of these better in the future. Daft Digit, Kurt, Lawn Lumber is at 441,000 views. I'm glad Kurt left for that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not looking forward to competing with him with the juror react videos because 
Well, the thing is, it's you know, we talk about the algorithm, right? And the algorithm likes Rob right now. It, it says, oh, this is like, it's like, uh, it's like Brie Larson joined. Like, that's all the algorithm knows. It's like somebody came on and got a half million views. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the other aspect that's kind of worrying is like, I'm going to have all sorts of expenses staying there, like hotels and so forth. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like, if the super chats don't cover this, then I'm going to take a financial bloodbath. So all right. Yeah. Well, do that. let me know. I will, I will definitely retweet it and I'll try to pop on if I can, depending on what else is going on, when you're going to do it. Uh, and we'll, we'll try to make sure that people come over and, and get the eyewitness accounting of what the courtroom is like. I'll probably also do a test stream beforehand. Okay. Uh, and that'll probably be, uh, I'm going to be doing the shooting competition. So I'll just, do a mid shooting competition. Like I just spent a day shooting and I feel like crap because I've been running around in the, uh, in the mud. <laughs> so, well, look out for that one too. That'll be fun. Uh, Phil Jones, Kurt, if JD wins, you got to take a victory shot of that maker's mark, presumably. <laughs> and it's uh, hangouts are always interesting and funny, but today's rants were the best. Yeah. I might try to get a clip of, uh, occasionally I go full bore. I think people who have watched virtually Gaudi for a long time, usually call it feisty hogue. I was definitely <laughs> feisty today. Uh, winky face emoji. Hogan Law Tube. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Uh, Mark uh, Ashmed. Virtually Gality YouTube mock trial win. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to be like the judge or the jury or the sidebar, I think, probably. I can do a, I can do a arguments, but I'm, not, I'm still not a litigator. Maybe I will be by the time I'm done covering <laughs> trials with y'all. I still want to do the, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons thing at some point. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of fun ideas coming. If you guys like us, we got a lot of fun ideas coming. Uh, Killer Sloth just popped in. I'm guessing the media is saying that people can actually see trials as a bad thing. They had a paragraph that strongly went in that direction. Pfft. Yeah. Whatever, man. I've learned more about law in two weeks than an entire my entire life because of you guys. Hit the like and subscribe. Thank you so much. Yeah, and if you haven't done that, like this video, subscribe, tell your friends we're having these conversations. The LawTube folks are popping in. It's been fantastic. And you guys have been fantastic. We've had thousands of people here in this space on a, you talk about new. Rob's new, but we've been doing this streaming for all of five days. And every single time it's been just a blowout success. So thank you all for that. Um, you know, we've, we're growing at such a rapid clip right now. I can hardly believe it. Uh, Phil Jones, Kurt, I hear they're making a movie about Rob. I hope they do. I, I hope that if there's some kind of documentary about Rob and then you get something about Netflix picking up the rights, uh, it would be fantastic. It stars Johnny Depp as the Lumber Lawyers. <laughs> Dr. Gold Silver, uh, mainstream media is biased. Thanks, J thanks for the JD case uh, to be televised. Absolutely. Yeah, this is good stuff. Public, public trials are good. Riot the Cat, I put peppermint oil on my tissue when I am stuffy. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the Vicks Vapor Rub type situation. Absolutely. And a generic account, the legacy media cries out as it strikes you. And then we got Nate the Lawyer. You may not get to this, but I love these live streams. Yes. <laughs> Nate, we love you. Absolutely. Um, we love you. Fantastic. And uh, we brought it in at two hours. We're learning. As we learn, we grow. And I'm trying to figure out how to best manage some of these things. Clearly having three articles takes us out into that eight hour mark, uh, which might be good for weekends and various times that I can arrange it. Uh, but I have to be able to squeeze these in uh, the rest of my work day. I think some of you that were here at the start of Monday, one of my bullet points was working law firm. <laughs> I, I came on just after an 11 o'clock call. I'm, I'm just here before other calls. I want to go and see Alita. 
and see what she's doing with the psychologists on this at Legal Bites Media, which now please do go check out. I don't think that the redirect's going to work because YouTube's still telling me I don't have redirect privileges. I'm going to work that out with Legal Bites. I'm going to work that out with Emily and Ian and the rest of LawTube so we can figure this out. This is a brand new feature YouTube just introduced this last week. Uh, but because I can't do that, please do go search Legal Bites. She's going to be talking about this trial with experts on psychology right now. We've already gone 26 minutes uh, into it. Otherwise, thank you so much, Nate. Thank you so much, Ian. I know you've got plans going forward to be at the trial. Is there anything people should be looking out for from you on your channel before that at this point in time? I'm After we wrap here, I'm going to sort of put the finishing touches on my discussion of, uh, I want to talk about what leading is and yeah. with some references to the, uh, to the trial, because they've had to lead their witness by the nose at times. And I mean, I've had people ask like, what does this mean? Why is leading a problem? So, and I try to, you know, I try to avoid the sensational and I mean, it's an opportunity to talk real law using a trial that everyone's interested in. So that's, so that'll hopefully be coming out later today. And, That'd be great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, everybody, thank you. Uh, thank you for joining us for this and that article. Uh, thanks, Rob, of course, who's in a hearing somewhere practicing law, uh, like we sometimes do uh, here <laughs> in LawTube. Go check out Legal Bites. Thanks again. And this will, of course, be archived. Maybe we'll pull out a feisty hoag clip. I don't think I've done any clips of me talking yet. So we'll see. Thanks again, folks.